Hello and welcome to the Eurovision Division podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all 43 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest before this year's Eurovision Song Contest. I'm your host, Jeroen, and as always, I have listened to all of these songs multiple times. And I'm your co-host, Mira, and as always... I'm listening to all of these songs for the very first time. Is that so? Yes. So, last night, I had a dream um, that we were performing in the Eurovision Song Contest. Which is wild. Well, that, that is my dream. But I had a dream where we were doing that. Um, and we were in a group. I mean, there were other people than us. Okay. In the in yeah. the group. So we were that, we were at Eurovision. We were at Eurovision and we were gonna go on stage. But I, uh, I, I was late. Wait, where was Eurovision? It was it, it was in Tel Aviv. It was in Israel. Okay, so we were at Eurovision in Tel Aviv and we were going to go on stage. And it was an outside Eurovision. So it was, okay, that's impossible. But it was sure. a Eurovision like on the beach or something. Yeah, sure. A big stage. Um, but I was late to go on stage because I was getting bagels. <laughs> I was getting bagels. That's your dream. It was, <laughs> well, it wasn't my dream. It was the dream that I had last night. Was I was late to go on stage and you were very, very mad at me. Yeah, because it was Eurovision, Mira. It was your vision, but I was just so hungry and I didn't want to go on stage on an empty stomach. And I thought, well, I've got five minutes and then I went to get bagels. But then in the bagel shop, they just took so damn long with my bagels. Here's an idea. What about waiting like for three minutes until we've performed and then getting bagels? Well, in my dream, it made sense. But I was very stressed out about it. And I don't need you Getting mad at me in real life and in my dreams. Speaking <laughs> about of my bad bagels. bagel decisions. Speaking of bagels, let's go to a country that has almost all of the letters in the word bagel in the name of its country. I'm talking, of course, about Bagel Bulgaria. Wow, that's a stretch and a half. Listen, I had to find a way to tie this bagel story into the podcast, and that's the way we're going to do it. We're going to because I did tell you this bagel story this morning, and you were freaked out. Yeah, you I also said... asked me what was on the bagels, and I said no, they were just dry, ba- <laughs> dry bagels. I just wanted bread, but it, we were in Israel, and there were only bagels. Sure. In my dream. The bagel dream. Bagel dream. We're here to talk about Eurovision songs. uh, And today we'll be talking about the Bulgarian song for Eurovision 2017. The Bulgarian representative for Eurovision is Christian Kostov. And Christian Kostov is a boy. Oh, I love boys. He is a boy who participated on The Voice Kids in Bulgaria. And uh, is, is just about old enough to participate in Eurovision. That's right, boys and girls. What we have today is the youngest participant Yay! in this year's Eurovision. A small boy. And I have to talk to people in the Eurovision fandom and tell them what's wrong with them. Um, because, uh, as some people have said, this is the first contestant to participate in Eurovision uh, to be born in the 21st century. 
But that's not true. The 21st century started in the year 2001, and Christian Kossoff was born in 2000. So let's not say be silly things, okay? Si- yeah, don't be silly about he this, is, He is, however, the first contestant uh, in Eurovision to be born in a year that starts with a two. Yes. So, I mean, that's a milestone. Yikes. Um, I, I, he doesn't really exist, right? I'm just ready to scream because like, it's not real, right? If, if someone is born in 2000, like they're 17. No, they're like three years old. Yeah, it's like, 2003, right? I'm 10. It's 2009 and they're nine at most, right? Like Right. They're, they're at most, they are nine. And that's already too old. Uh, but no, um, it is 2017 and being born in 2000 makes you a 17 year old. And no. that's what Christian Kostov is. Do you know, I, in the store where I work, I get like these, these teens yeah. who say like, ah, oh, I wish I was born in the 90s. The styles were so good. I was like, no, I was born in the 90s and the styles were so bad. They were so bad. It's only good now to wear like mid-odd stuff because we got rid of all the bad parts of the style. But the styles were so bad. Yeah, we've we've talked about that, and I've demonstrated that uh, with some Eurovision songs from the mid two thousands. Um, Work your magic. Well, that was that at least that one had like you know cost that like, had like costume design. It was the ones that tried to look like urban and oh, be yeah. like we're horrible. wearing casual clothes. That you're just like, what are you wearing? It's so bad. Um, like so the that's... only person who looked good in the mid aughts was Missy Elliott. Yeah. And Lil' Kim. Yeah, sure. Those are two people uh, who couldn't be farther removed from this song. <laughs> uh, Christian Kostov is bringing us a song called Beautiful Mess. What is it with these small boys singing these songs? Who was the last one? Uh, well, we what had... Was that boy? We had a 17-year-old boy from Australia singing us how it was really hard... Uh, for him to love again, right? We have again. we have a small boy from Bulgaria singing about uh, a beautiful mess, and here's a promise: we have another small boy in the future who will be singing about the same subject. Oh my god! Uh, so this hey, is our seventeen-year-old boys. Yeah, this is our Your second. Your rooms are beautiful. Boy. This isn't a song about his room, I think. Yeah, because then you wouldn't call it a beautiful mess. 17-year-old boys have the worst rooms. I mean, when I was 17, I also had the worst room. I think 17-year-olds in general just have bad rooms. Teens aren't immediately like, hmm, gotta be clean. Well, yeah. There's some, and they're weird. Some people are like, You also still have, like, all the posters... Up oh, from when yeah, you were 12 yeah. and you still have like your stuffed toys from when you were nine because you keep having the same room it's so weird when i go back to my parents house and i'm in my room well i i've lived there for like six months recently and it was just so weird to see all the stuff from when i was a kid because mm-hmm. when i was 17 that was the last time that i lived in my parents house yeah I moved out when i was 18 as soon as i graduated i think and some people, as soon as they graduate, go to Eurovision. <sighs> so let's... I haven't uh, done anything. 
Yeah, that's really confrontational. Um, let's let's talk about that some more after we listen to Christian Kostov's song for Eurovision 2017, uh, representing Bulgaria with the song "Beautiful Mess." Quick, what did Bulgaria do last year? Oh, daimi lubafta. Oh, daimi lubafta. Favorite Game of Thrones character. <laughs> doesn't he? It just struck me now. Doesn't he look like he? I got I got a very Hunger Games vibe from it. Watching it this time, um, I feel like like part of the aesthetic, especially at the end with like the birds flying around him, that that's very much like how they would do like a tribute video in the Hunger Games. Right, uh, they would like right, try right. to advertise him as, as one of the contestants on the Hunger Games, also because he's like a young boy who's supposed to like look very strong and present well, himself. Well, he doesn't look very strong. strong. No, he's a very small boy. He's a very small bird of a boy. Yeah. Um, Just like Bran Stark or Jojen. They're birds and in, with the ravens. and I see, It's yeah. so Game of Thrones, but it's just like a very teen... It's 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 like teen pop drama. Yeah, absolutely. Like Hunger Games, what is it? Maze Runner, uh, Circle Game, um, the, the the City of Bones, the right? Mortal Divergent, Mortal Instruments. Uh, just anything with Shailene Woodley. Da- Dance of my butt. I don't know. Um, Stephanie Meyer's the host. Yeah, lots of good teen content. You've seen the host. It's I, so bad. I haven't seen the host. Um, <laughs> um, just just that that sweet sweet teen content. Um, I think this is so angsty. Yeah, this does have that. It does have a very teenage sensibility. I think this would work really well as like the end credit song to an adaptation of a young adult novel. One that's about like people persevering because of their love in a, a dystopian society. It's very, like, um, who did the Hunger Games, the thing for Hunger Games, like, everybody wants to rule the world, was that? Lord. That was Lord. Yeah. I'd it's... like to see him do everybody wants to rule the world. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah. But if you listen to, like, the original Everybody Wants to Rule the World, it's a very good song, but it's not... Like that. It's not as dark as Lord made it. Do you know that for Cartoon Network, they uh, had the voice actor for Mojo Jojo from the Powerpuff Girls do a cover <laughs> of Everybody Wants to Rule the World, and it was so good. I didn't know that. But that's... Oh my god! It's really good. It, it's, it's very teen. Um... Do you remember being a teen and everything was just so important? Yeah, we've talked about that in the Australia episode about like how as a teen you really want to take yourself very seriously because you want to be taken seriously. Um, and it's it's mostly like it's pretending because you're not serious or you're not sure about anything really and you're just trying to... I don't want to... Is it really? 
it, it's the really angsty singing about a very vague concept. Yeah, it's you know like us against the world. Our, our love, love is, is untouchable. untouchable, and like what? That's kind of strange. Yeah, that's not something that I think you any ev- adult can relate to. You ever relate to? Because the idea of like oh the world is bad and the world is weird, but we love each other. It's us against the world. That's something you really fantasize about when you're a teen, but then when you're adult, it's more like. Uh, you and me against this electricity bill. Oh no, we can we can make it because our love is so strong and we both have jobs, but we also did go to IKEA this month, so <sighs> no more money. I mean, in, in in that in that way, I guess I can relate to it. I was about to say that, like, uh, it's weird to say it because I'm 25, but I feel like I'm a little bit too old to like fully get this. It's not that the song isn't like good or anything though no i think it's a very competent well put together song and it's performed coherently and like the the entire package of it makes sense i just think it doesn't appeal to us anymore or or like it's it is because it's not necessarily something that would only appeal to teens it's not like you know it's not like a teeny bopper song um but it, it it is it, it does speak to, like, a teenage kind of... Oh, but Teeny Bop does appeal more to us. Yeah, that's, that's the weird thing. <laughs> teenage Pop is, is, Amazing. Is, is good stuff. Um, it doesn't immediately appeal to me very much, but I do recognize that it is a very competent package. And wow, his voice is so good. Yeah, he may look like a fragile little bird, um, but he is... He does have a have a very good voice. Yeah. Um, what the hell? Um, and you know he's a he's a small boy and he's got a big voice and that's the reason why like the Voice Kids is a popular program because it's like oh it's kids but they sing so well wow I'm so impressed by it and that might still translate with being the youngest person at Eurovision. I mean I guess he can also push a lot more air out physically than other people because he has a gap in his teeth that you could drive a train through. Now that is continuing a trend that we've noticed this year. Uh, We have Lindita Halimi from Albania uh, who has a gap between her teeth and we have Anja Nissen on her niece son from Denmark who has uh, a gap between her teeth. And now we have Christian Kasa from Bulgaria who has a gap between his teeth and all three of them have amazing incredible vocals. Yeah. Uh, gap teeth are, are very popular these days. Um, this but, you know, it's boy has a very nice face as well. No, that's true. He's got a very serious, intense face. So so angsty. So, so angsty. Teenage angst. Teenage angst. I feel so old. Uh, because, <laughs> because, like we said, it's a very teen song. There's a lot of... It's just... It's, it does appeal, I think... To teens, I think it speaks to their sensibility more than it does to mine. Uh, but teens watch Eurovision. Yeah, like on their iPads. Yeah, like mm, get off your iPhone for while a second, teen. While they're live blogging on their tweeters. Stop being on Tumblr all the time. Stop Snapchatting each other, your vines. A lot of teens probably do watch Eurovision because they can't go out on Saturday night. Yeah, you just tend to forget that, like, teens exist and are people. 
And uh, they sometimes. have like economic power in the world. Absolutely. Uh, they they got their phones. They can open the Eurovision app and vote. When you were a teen, would you have ever dared to participate in Eurovision? Probably not. Because no. last year, watch, watching Germany, I think I talked about it then too with Ben and Noah. And it's just like, if, when I was 17 years old, well, maybe not when I was 17 years old, but like when I was a, a young, a mm-hmm. young little Mira, young oh man, I would have killed to have the confidence to just put on my weebiest outfit and just be an anime girl up on that stage, yeah, I mean, singing that, about eternal love, yeah, and me and my didn't quite pay off for her seven for crushes against the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, We've been together for two weeks. It's us against the world. Yeah, absolutely. I can't believe you texted that other girl. Well, nowadays it's like, I can't believe you liked that Instagram post. I I can't believe you retweeted that blog Tumblr. We are millennials. We know how Instagram works. It's not like we're like... 40 years old. No, I think that's Being like, what is Snapchat? I know what Snapchat is. I have just never used it. Here's the thing. I know what all these things are, but I'm not in the, in the, in the right frame of mind or I don't have the references as to like how to properly use these things, I think. Uh, but maybe it's just because I haven't used a lot of Snapchat. A lot of friends I know do use Snapchat. But it's I just like... had a Snapchat for like two weeks and I was like, I don't know how this works. But meanwhile, my friends who were like two years younger than me were just snapping all the time. And I'm like, is it really such a, a gap? Well, it's These weird because we're not... Like... No. We're not old. We're not old people. I'm 25 and you are... I'm going to be 24 in nine days. And this is the first time that I'm like not looking forward to my birthday because I am going to be old. And I'm not even going to be old. We're not old people. 24 is still baby age. People born after 2000 aren't 17 now. Well, it, yeah, I think the most... Oh common... my god, the world is changing so fast around me and I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die someday! This is all going to end. David Attenborough has a couple of years left maximum. How old is Ian McKellen? I think the thing is, when you're in, in your mid-twenties uh, and you see these teens around you who seem so well put together it like sort of puts it all into perspective because that's not how we were as teens and it kind of makes you think like hmm if if they're already there at that age then by the time they're my age they will have been able to to do more you know it's the feeling of like i'm i'm my age now and i'm only where i am now Whereas these younger people seem like they're, they've, they've got some things figured out faster than I had at that age. And it's... It's all they, they grew up with the internet, but they grew up, but we didn't, we also grew up with the internet, but we didn't grow up with Wikipedia. We didn't grow up with YouTube and Facebook. We didn't grow up with a fully formed internet. We grew up with, with early internet, which was like loading... Potter Puppet Pals for five minutes yeah. in your your Internet Explorer browser on a Linux computer or whatever. Getting that getting that dial up sound. 
I never had the dial-up sound. Wow. Well, you never had to, like, only use the internet when no one had to call or, like, someone was like, I have to make a phone call. Stop being on the internet. I think that was, like, the first year that I used the internet, but then I was nine years old, so I don't really remember that. But I remember starting to play the internet on, like, a Harry Potter fan website, Uh and then you could play, like, a little Quidditch flash game. Yeah. And I did that for, like, forever, but then I I evolved to Neopets. And I was on Neopets for a good while. But, like, the forums isn't really a thing for teens anymore, it feels like. Are they just on social media? Because I was on, like, the forums. I was on Gaia Online. I had my avatar. I mean, there's there's no... uh, I don't think there's... Do these kids even know what an IRC channel is? I don't think there's lots of that around. Uh, But there's lots of different social media nowadays that, that people just, like... Uh, they seem to instinctively know how to use it because they're just there it's not a new thing a lot of people like they they come into contact with things that have always existed and that's the way that something is intrinsically like a capability that you have is because it's something that is not a new thing it's something that's always been normal for you that's why kids like very small children get so used to an iPad. We're all going to die! But it is confrontational to see like teens. Uh, when I go to work daily, which is usually around noon, that I'm on my bike and I bike past uh, the Kunstschumannjore, which is for all intents and purposes a high school for uh, artistic teens. That's the kind of high school that I went to, but the one that you bypass is like my rival school. Sure. Um, and it's, it's the lunch break and I, I see them coming out, pouring out of the school or walking back to their schools, rolling their cigarettes, rolling their cigarettes, having their like backpacks over one shoulder. They're like fashionable clothes. And I'm just like, hold on. You seem like you have an identity. What is up? I, 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 I didn't have an identity when I was 15. I don't have an identity now. Who am I? You're Mira. What? And I'm Yoon. Who? And this has been the Eurovision Division podcast. If you're looking forward to dying just no! the way that we're going to, uh, make sure to uh, share this episode with all your friends who like to listen to podcasts and are into Eurovision. Uh, you can find this podcast on SoundCloud. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, or any other uh, app that you find do teens listen to podcasts they should they must if you're a teen and you're listening to this tell us why you're so confident why are you so confident and cool why are you so cool (sighs) teach us how to snapchat only don't i'm not interested i really don't want to add that to my yeah fuck skills it's not it's not worth it for me anymore. I already don't use Facebook. How are we so old suddenly? Mm, this has been the Eurovision Division Podcast. Join us next time when we'll be talking about a different song by an older person. Uh, oh, thank and God. getting closer to talking about all 42 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. I used to be the youngest person in the room all the time. Yeah, you used to be the youngest person in the world. At I some used point, to be so the like, yeah. I know, but I when I started school, I was the youngest person at my school. Well, that's the thing. You were constantly thinking that like 
your experience when you're a teen it's like it's all so open but suddenly you're in your 20s and you're just like well there's people younger than me now and who, i still don't feel like i've figured it out who have like similar interests and things that they're good at as me but they're younger and they're working more at it and they're going to be better than me and i hate that <laughs> we have to end this episode before I'm we die gonna, i'm i'm really fucked up about this and end the episode good night europe i'm going to throw myself onto my knife good night bye